This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Ringgit and Sense is brought to you by Sun Life Malaysia. Good morning. You're tuned in to Ringgit and Sense, the show all about personal finance. And I'm Simwi Boon. Now, on this show, we've spoken to a lot of financial planners, financial advisors, wealth managers, all in an effort to um, talk about financial education and help all of you, our listeners, to better understand your money, what to do with it and plan your future. But often the question comes back is, how exactly can they help you? So to help me uh, shed some light on this and share some thoughts on this is Desmond Chong. He's the Deputy President for the Malaysian Financial Planning Council. Um, he's in the studio today to talk to us about the roles that these people have and how you can decide on getting one. Good morning and welcome to the show, Desmond. Hey, good morning, Mr. Sim. Thank you for inviting me and good morning to all. Okay, great. So let's start off first. Like wealth manager, financial advisor, financial planner, and I think the latest one I've heard is money coach uh, or financial coach. I mean, yeah. what can you tell me about their roles and the differences in their roles? Of course, you can find many names and many definitions. Some is go by the regulators. Some is literally uh, go to the some council or some companies. Okay, but I think the most important how you see the planners and what people want that is very important. So I read it from the customer point of view when you're trying to look for someone to assist you. Okay, I think it's very important for you to understand what you're looking for and what is your current situations. So the name just come after your needs means what are you looking for? I give you an example. If today I'm still struggling with creating income, I'm looking for some tips or maybe some way how to manage my finance. Perhaps you may be wanted to look for a financial planners because the financial plan started with cash flow management. I think you are still struggling with balance your finance for your info outflow. So with a very basic plan, how to handle your money, for example, your income and versus expenses, I think that is a basic plan everyone start with. But after some time, when you move on to the left, uh, the next cycle of your life, you start creating wealth. Then you start having some money. Then you need someone to help you to manage the money. So that is coming to the wealth management rather than financial planning. So very basic two definitions, financial planner or wealth management or wealth planner. So to differentiate them, whether you have the wealth for management or you are still planning for something to creating something and balance something. Okay, that is a simple definition for these two. Of course, when coming to financial coach, uh, money coach, okay, you need someone to tell you exactly what to do rather than you just having my plan, doing like what I'm doing. Okay, you just tell me and give me some direction. This is what I'm supposed to do. That means you are not folding my ha- holding my hand and, di- and guide me there. So a money coach or financial coach is actually I show you the way and also I will bring you there. So when you try to engage a financial coach, the very basic first question you have to ask, have you done this before? Or how many times you make it a successful one? For example, an investment. The question to the coach. The question to the coach. Okay, because someone when they're trying to uh, tell themselves, I'm the financial coach, uh, then what's the difference between financial coach and financial planner or wealth planner? Okay, so they will bring you there and they will show you how to do this. And they do it, they already did it for many times. They just duplicate the process and they're able to show you the way. Whereby a financial planner, 
uh, we started with understand you how are uh, what are you doing how, how are you doing now and what is your current financial status so we let you know about your current status by working out some plans some figures some data they let you see it and believe it uh, this is your current scenario so okay. they like they die financial planners would diagnose the problem yes. and prescribe appropriate medicine in a way <laughs> to help treat the issue and better your financial okay, health I, right what about financial advisors Yep. What are they? Are they any of the three or is it, are they just another name for financial planners? Actually, this is the name given by Bank Nagara Malaysia. They call FAR, Financial Advisor Representative. Okay, so it's licensed by Bank Nagara Malaysia. Okay, whereby by uh, Security Commission, they call CMSRL, Capital Market Service Representative License. So they are the same, but uh, for FAR, is Financial Advisor. So the uh, products like insurance, product like uh, investment and others fall into the CMSRL. Okay? So it's quite a unique position that you need to ask. Uh, what type of license that you're holding? Mm-hmm. Are you holding FAR license? Are you have holding the CMSRL license? So going back to the financial advisor, can someone call themselves financial advisor? The answer is no. Okay, you need to be licensed and you really need to uh, go through certain process and so certain criteria. For example, uh, MIPC and FPAM is the one who offer the courses so that they'll be qualified. They know about the process by knowing the client and offer a valid and yet a customer-centric financial plan. Okay, again, um, this is from the licensing part. So people are confused because just now we started with wealth planner. Yeah financial planner yeah. and financial advisor. Now, yeah. you have a money coach or financial coach. There's yeah, so, there's many so many names. terms. Yeah. Back to the listener and all, all uh, uh, people out there, a layman out there. Most importantly, okay, you have to know what you want. Okay, what you actually, what's your problem. If you can perfectly tell either what you want or what's your problem, then uh, ask them to show you the process. Right, all right. Now, another important consideration for many when uh, planning to engage these services is the fees. Can you talk to me about how do advisors, planners charge and what's the range usually? Always clients and even sometimes the financial planner, they always confuse that what, how much I should charge mm-hmm. or how much I should be being charged. Uh, these kind of questions. Actually, I give you a very simple example. Look at the accountants. Look at the tax agents. How they charge your clients how they charge their clients. They always go by the man day and the man hour. So how much time I need to perform this job? Mm. Okay. So as a financial advisor, you must know it very well. If I wanted to, let's say, for example, I want to do the cash flow management for uh, Mr. Sim. Yep. Okay. If you provide me with all the right material, for example, your salary slip, your source of income, okay, maybe your uh, share, your dividends, so and so forth. So what I need to do is I just... Uh, take a KYC, the fact-finding form with you one day. And I will, talk, I will ask you about uh, what, how you plan your expenses, fixed expenses, variable expenses. So by doing all that, so you can estimate. If I want to have a fact-finding with uh, Mr. Sim, it take me about four hours. Plus, I need to drive. I need to go to your house. Then de- depend on the distance, how far. Of course, you can exclude that if you want to charge separately. If not, everything, the missionary cost must be come in. Then after that, Am I using a device? Am I using apps? Am I just doing it with the Excel by come up with the financial plan? And what is the expectation for Mr. Sim? He, does he just wanted to know about 
whether his financial positions, surplus deficit, a negative net worth and positive net worth, that's it. And no other plan required. If that is the uh, Mr. Sim is eyeing for, he just wanted to know his financial position with some ratio supporting, okay, then I can estimate. Mm. I may need about eight hours to about 16 hours. They mean two man days. So if you're not too sure how much to charge, uh, make a call to account MIA or whatever. <laughs> okay, or even legals, uh, lawyers, you know, they have a standard charges. Okay, one hour how much? Mm. So I can roughly say maybe per Monday talking about thousand two. All right, we're gonna take a short break for some messages. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. BFM eighty nine point nine. Stay tuned for Ringgit and Sense, brought to you by Sun Life Malaysia. Welcome back. You're tuned in to Ringgit and Sense and I'm Sim Weeboon. Today, we're talking about financial planners and advisors and how to pick the right one. Joining me to talk about this is Desmond Chong. He's the Deputy President for the Malaysian Financial Planning Council or better known as MFPC. Now, Desmond, what makes a good advisor or planner? What are the qualities that you think they should have? This message for, for all financial planners, uh, people always think if I know the product well, I have a good selling skill, I think I should call myself a good financial planner, okay? But um, my experience, my advice tell you that a good financial planner, okay, the most important element is you're willing to listen. Hmm. You're willing to listen first, okay? Because by listening to your client, listening to your client, you know what they want actually, the underlying what they want, the fundamental. You like it or not financial planners, not every customer tell you 100% truth. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So what you expect? Sometimes husband and wife, they can't tell each other the truth. <laughs> okay, you, you expect the client tell you the truth. Okay, so by listening, by analytical, analytical mind, by having some qualifications like uh, financial planning skill and all that, you will find out what is the real motive. What is the real reason they're looking for you? Give you an example. Okay, they will come to you. Uh, example, Sim, you are the planner. Sim, I think your product is good. Okay. Your investment recommendation is 100%. Very good. Okay. I want 20% return and with guarantee every year. So you're stuck there. <laughs> because if you have investment, uh, your financial plan, you know. Okay. Return cannot be just guarantee like that. You have to look at the macro market and things like that. But the client tells you, I want 20%. So is it really what the client wants? I know why you need the 20%. Mm. It's not us. Oh, the 20% because I'm going to uh, put everything in one lump sum investment and give it to you. And within five years, I need the money back. Okay? And I, I hope the money can grow to double. Because 20% for client, very simple. You don't have to talk about compounding effect and all uh. this. For them, 20% times five means 100%. Simple as that. <laughs> okay? Uh, so, they just hope one million become two million. If that is the answer, then ask. What you need the two million for? For what? Then you ask questions like this. Do you ever think in a scenario when your one million did not be, uh, do not mat- uh, does not materialize become two million? In fact, it reduced to five hundred thousand. Then what? You, what are you going to do? They will plan to blame you. Uh, yeah, I, I know, but you, but you have the mixed scenario, right? Yeah. Okay. If let's say as a planner, we are trying to explain to you, if let's say, okay, there is a plan can reduce the risk to from one million to five hundred thousand by understanding the market better. By following up, regular follow up and by communication. The chances, we you say chances, maybe it be increased from 10% to 50%, you can reach whatever you want. But I have to do one more test, the risk profile. I need to profile you. Are you really like what you just claimed? I can take risk. 
okay, to your surprise, after you do your risk profiling, whoever claim that I can take risk, actually is most conservative. They don't even lose, they, they don't even want to lose a single cent. From there, as a planner, listen first. Use an analytical mind, do the step and do the process. Then you can understand your client better. Don't worry about losing customer. All right, okay. So now, lastly, before we end, let me just play out some scenarios and you can kind of like give your insights to your side. Let's start off with someone who maybe has just found, their, who just started working, right? Or are working in the corporate, or working like they got their first job or they're on their second job. They've started making money. Um, they, you know, have always been just relatively, just maybe just save money. Uh, maybe, you know, they... they, they they just start off like they don't have very sophisticated ideas mm. of financial mm. education, right? Should they seek out an advisor and a planner and and what should they be asking or what they should be thinking about it when they are in that position? Okay. Um, there are many, many uh, universities I've been and i always being asked the questions. From the university yeah, students? Yeah, from the university students because yeah. they're about to step up and start their careers and mm-hmm. do their career advancement yeah. later also. For many of them, they always ask the question, can I, do you think I need to engage a planner? Mm-hmm. I say yes and no. Yes and no. Okay. Yes means you already have a plan. Okay. So you wanted to do it like, uh, I want to do it accelerated. I want to have a high velocity of cash flow and all that. I need someone to guide me. Mm. Okay. So that my money will not just simply go into any directions. Yeah, exactly. which, which is a real danger for yes. the young where yes. for the first time in their life yes. they might be receiving yes. a few thousand ringgit yes. you know yes. yes so that is yes you might need a financial coach not a planner anymore okay. you know your plan okay so question how much is the fee okay how expensive the advice mm-hmm. okay so before you make that decision I'd rather you come back and discuss with your family especially to your uh parents or whoever is doing great in finance okay I think sure they are in your family talk to them okay because first thing they are not doing it for fee (laughs) they just really wanted to help you so from their experience some more you are their family member they will teach you unreservedly okay and most importantly uh, now I have to get attention to all listeners here most likely you'll hear all this from your family members or your daddy, mommy or whoever. They won't tell you all the successful story of their. They tell you, try not to do this. Mm. Try not to do that. Avoid this, avoid that. Okay? So that's why sometimes uh, university students, they say, after hearing from family members, I look like I hear nothing. Yeah, they, yeah. They exactly, always yeah. say, avoid this, avoid that. Okay? So if I change the terminology... It's actually called four traps and all that. Okay, what your parents or whoever wanted you to do is avoid the trap, avoid whatever the get rich fast scheme and uh, trying uh, uh, want to be super rich just by investing on something. They want you to avoid it simply because from their experience, they know making money is trying to avoid fall into all these trap. Okay, then it will be easier for you to put money to making some money. Okay, so. Don't misunderstand them. Actually, they are good financial planner, your parents or whoever. Otherwise, they won't survive until now. <laughs> okay? They give you the tips. Actually, it's a million dollar tips mm-hmm. and very valuable. Okay? Just only you see differently. Okay, now coming back. Uh, I don't need to look for any financial planner. Okay? I just do it myself. You can or not. Yes and no again. Why no? 
if you want to do it yourself, you prepare for a learning fee. Okay. Mm. I think all investment guru also, they did it that way. Okay. You ask guru lah, whether you all this time you're making money on it. Never, not even once losing money. Okay. That losing money part is actually a learning curve for them. Mm. So, for those who are wanted to do it themselves DIY, I would strongly encourage two ways. If you rather uh, spend some money to learn from the losing from maybe investment, can you also allocate some money to learn for learning, to learn from a courses, yep. to learn from the RFP, professionals, yeah, CFP and and also Shara RFP, or just take a couple of course. You know why I, I always say this? Because every courses, they need times to study and understand. That will slow down your eagerness to make money. Mm. And you really learn. Okay? Uh, like Chinese say, not ganjong, you are yeah. not very nervous. I want to make money, I want to yeah. do it now. So you by taking a short courses or, or maybe a two-year courses, they really let you think. Okay? Uh, if let's say I follow this, it's going to be uh, secure, it's going to be uh, some skill, okay, then I have more confidence and more communicated, okay. That is the part that I rather you to focus on. Spend some money you prepare to lose then do it DIY yourself, okay, do that part and set the limit, okay, just like you are doing trading, mm. okay, you set the minimum, maximum loss that I wanted to do, okay. Of course, nothing for investment, nothing better than you practice it, go into it, make some money, lose some money, losing some money, that is the experience that you count. But not to the extent that borrowing money to invest or go into the get-rich-fast scheme. Okay? Always know about your affordability, how much you can pay for. If let's say, unfortunately, you really you know, screw up the plan. Okay? Uh, this is the message I, I want to pass to all. I, I got so many cases that uh, come to me. Don't give up hope. This is part of life. Okay? Don't ever think there's end of life. There are others, agency, that or government agency, MFPC, uh, AKPK, or your bank Negara, and all these people, okay, they are actually ready to help you. Don't think it's end of the world, okay? People do screw up their plan, do deep uh, losing some money, but never give up. Don't give up on hope and life, okay? Try to do it again. It's okay for a furor. Okay, so you just need to stand up and redo again, and this time will make you a better person and more confident. Thank you. Okay, so lastly, then wh- when exactly do you think someone should really get professional help? Them like you know when they look at their life. I mean, like maybe like you said, like when you're younger, there are other options. You know, mm-hmm. you either learn from your family, take some courses, be independent, right? But somehow, rather, there will come a time where maybe you really need financial help, mm-hmm. and it can go both ways, mm-hmm. in, both in a positive and a negative mm-hmm. light, right? Mm-hmm. Where it can come at a time where you have really you know, have run into some issues and you need mm. help from someone sorting it out. Mm. But they also can come from a time where you have started to really um, generate a surplus mm. but you don't know what to do with mm. it, right? Mm. So is, are those the situations where an uh, advisor or planner comes in? Okay, i give you two scenarios why you need to have an advisor. First thing first, uh, you're totally new, you don't know what to do and yet, like what Sim say, I have some surplus and all that. I have some extra money. Mm. So I wouldn't mind to get someone to listen to or be your consultant, tell me what to do and where should I go. They save me time and money. I don't need to do it myself. Yeah. They don't want to pay the tuition fee themselves. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but nowadays, for businessmen, not everything you need to do yourself, just pay and you do it. Okay, mm-hmm. that time, you don't have a plan, you have extra money, do it. Okay. So one scenario. Second scenario is, I can't make the decision. I have option A, option B, option C. Hmm. Okay. 
give you an example. I come to the time that uh, I have a newborn. I also have a career advancement. Okay, I also have a job offer overseas. And my wife thinking that full-time or part-time or taking care of a family, you're stuck there. Yes. You yes. don't know what to do. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that is the time you can engage a financial advisor. Can you help me to do this? Analyze my financial position. Okay. If I do option A, does it affect my cash flow? Okay. So whether my plan is still can materialize, and I my plan is I want to give my newborn, uh, maybe international school for the next ten years. Okay. Is it still possible? Uh, that is the time that you maybe need to get a planner to work out the plan for you for your current cash flow, projection cash flow, and possible way to achieve your financial goal by giving you options. If this thing happens, option A can do, cannot do. Option B can do, cannot do. So I guess maybe these two scenarios will give you a better reason why you need to engage a financial planner or advisor or even wealth planner. Yep. And with that, we have reached the end of our show. That's all the time we have for Ringgit and Cents. I've been speaking to Desmond Chong, Deputy President for the Malaysian Financial Planning Council, MFPC. Join us again next week for more discussions on personal finance. We have the 10am News Bulletin coming up next. Followed by Enterprise, I'm Sim Wee from The Morning Run, BFM 89.9. Ringgit and Sense is brought to you by Sun Life Malaysia, your lifetime insurance and takaful partner. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.